and girls it's all my misfits around the world i'm your host rampage the misfit and you're tuned in to misfit minded where i bring you everything movie and music related today is thursday october 5th and i know it's been a minute but life has been kicking my ass lately if you haven't seen my ass i don't know why you would you would see it but it's fucking bruised and purple right now because between homework and trying to work out and look decent, have a social life, and see some movies, and listen to some music. I don't know where I have the time to even sleep. I barely even sleep. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, I don't even really want to check in right now. Like Usually I do an intro, and I'll let you guys know like just my thoughts on like shit that's been happening recently. Everything that's been happening recently has just been negative as hell. Like, do I really want me to sit here and talk about, I don't know, like Trump embarrassing himself in Puerto Rico or this Las Vegas shooting? I mean, obviously, I feel for them people in that that concert. That shit was just awful, especially since I was just in Vegas last year. Um, But I I don't know what else there is to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's tragedy after tragedy and America just we we say we we feel bad and then weeks go by and it's just in the past and we brush our hands off uh the blood off our hands but it's it's crazy man crazy times we're living in right now and like i said i don't really want to get into that i did go to a bucks game yesterday it's still preseason but you know i'm trying to go to as many bucks games as i can this year it's the last year they're gonna be playing in the bradley center had a lot of memories growing up you know going to games and now you know the last couple seasons uh, i've been watching basketball a lot more been been involved and not just because they're good now motherfuckers like i've been a fan uh but you know i just had to plug on tickets and i've been going to games ever since and it's just a fun time man so definitely was a good time yesterday um the brewers i went to their game like last week and We didn't make the playoffs, but we got farther than we should have, man. So, again, that was a good time. And uh, Packers won, caught that W on uh, Sunday. So, overall, man, it's just been been, uh, real good, you know what I'm saying, like, sports-wise, to be a fan. Um, But I'm going to get into this right now. I'm going to stop talking your head off and just tell you guys, for today, the schedule is looking like Throwback Thursday. Obviously, that's that's a given. And I'm going to review uh, Blade Runner, 1982's Blade Runner, directed by Ridley Scott, uh, which I just got done seeing with my pops. Uh, it was a double feature between that was the first one and uh, Blade Runner 2049, which played right after. They played at the Rosebud Theater in uh, Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. And uh, it was a real good time, man. So 
we were probably the only motherfuckers, you know, like, I, I, the reason I want my pops, he's the only motherfucker that's crazy enough to sit that long and watch them, because those are some long-ass movies, but they're worth it, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm gonna get into it in a second, but just wait, man, I got a lot of thoughts on this, like, I'm pretty geeked right now, just, like, thinking about this, because they're both movies you have to think, I'm gonna stop talking, just get into it, let's, let's go. What is our purpose on this earth? What is consciousness? What does it mean to be human? These are some of the questions that Ridley Scott's Blade Runner looks to answer. And for all intents and purposes, I'm reviewing the final cut. There is five different cuts of this film. Um, I have the Blu-ray with all of them on there, but I haven't seen everyone. But the one they showed on the big screen today was the final cut. So that's the one I'm going to be reviewing. So Blade Runner is a film directed by Ridley Scott, as I said, uh, and starring Harrison Ford. First and foremost, this movie looks amazing. Like, I was looking the whole time to just see, like, what didn't hold up um, as far as, like, special effects and, you know, cinematography. I couldn't find anything. Like, every single frame of this movie... Uh, with the lighting and the colors and the the way that it pops, certain things pop in the city mixed with like the grunginess of, you know, L.A. when he's driving through. It's it's just like perfect, you know, like every frame of this movie could be hanged on a wall somewhere, like hung on a wall somewhere. It's it's ridiculous. Ridley Scott is a master of set design and and framing shots that you can just you can just snapshot and they're they're great by themselves harrison ford you know plays a tough guy that rough and tough detective looking to find these replicants or these like robotic human beings that look like us act like us but they're synthetic and he's a blade runner so that's his job that's what that means you know he's hired to hunt them down I thought his performance was good. Uh, Sean Young is a replicant that he falls in love with. And uh, I think that her performance is really underrated in this movie because it's, you know, seductive, but it's really sweet, too. Like, it has a lot of heart in it, especially at the end. But by far the best performance was Rucker Hauer as the villain. Um, he just goes for it. I heard that he improvised a lot of his lines, like almost all of his dialogue. And that's just crazy because his lines are so key and his performance is what makes the movie really work um, all together. You know, at the end when he's having a conversation with uh, Deckard, which is Harrison Ford's character, and he says, you know, it's pointless like rain, like tears in rain, like as it's raining. I'm just like, damn, man, that's, that's, this is great stuff. That's how you know you're watching a good movie. Uh, but I'll say the only thing, if I had to quibble with it, is story-wise, uh, it's not as intriguing as other noir films that it's trying to replicate. Um, it, it has the Metropolis stuff down, but as far as the noir detective story, that's the only thing. And also the love story gets a little rapey at times. I know, like they're taking from early 60s 50s noir films um but i'm like you could have updated that a little bit better you know like 
he's pushing her around and shit like i was expecting a slap because that's what they used to do back in the day in those movies like they'd slap the girls for being hysterical and you know fall in love with me like <laughs> so other than that though this is a masterpiece like you know really scott the same guy who directed alien you know american gangster matchstick man like his resume is like a1 i know he has some some rough patches but when you look at his good movies they're excellent and uh this is one of those ones just to break down some sh more shots because i just they're stuck in my head right now there's one scene where he's taking a shot out of a shot glass and he just got beat up and when he he takes like half of it and when he he like lowers it like blood from his mouth it drips into the shot glass and like you see the blood like falling into the glass and it's just like oh and and also just like the neon advertisements that are like in your face like that is literally today you know what we're currently living in um i i can't give us anything less than like a perfect like four out of four five out of five stars um just because of its you know stature and just the questions it raises you know what i mean like every time i watch it i get more and more out of it makes me think um what do you guys think about it does it hold up is it a masterpiece call in so blade runner 2049 is a sequel to blade runner which took place in 2019 so about 30 years after and this time we're following ryan gosling who is taking the reins as the blade runner and uh right from the beginning there's a scene with him and dave bautista and the the fighting in this one is like way more you know the the hand to hand combat is way more visible uh while the first one still you know holds up with the special effects and everything like that this one has definitely has more action in it which i was really excited to see uh Ryan Gosling does basically Harrison Ford <laughs> like very stoic uh but i mean that's on purpose that's what people don't you know really understand is you know you're supposed to question in both of these movies who's a replicant and who's human uh and that's what they do also in this movie Jared Leto plays like this blind inventor now that's basically taken over and is uh reinvigorated the replicant program to have them work as his slaves and i will say that he's like the one character in this movie out of like all of them i wasn't crazy but i just i don't know like i like jared leto in certain stuff dallas buyers club i thought he was excellent definitely deserved the oscar as the joker did not like it at all and in this one it's it's sort of like in between like i didn't hate it but i'm just like i i didn't understand what he was trying to go for it felt like he was almost in a different movie um or he just didn't didn't have the same weight as other characters in this one and in the original the other characters though like dave batista is great in it um who else is it? harrison ford obviously you know taking on the role in the first one not like as prominent as i would have expected it in the movie but he still gets enough screen time to shine and robin wright is also ryan gosling's superior and i just love the little detail where he calls her madam it's kind of like reminding me of james bond whenever he calls q mom uh it's just it's a little detail that i liked and the little details is what sets this movie really high for me 
all the details like that were in the first one they expand on it which is what a good sequel does you know there's a test um again like kind of like james bond weirdly where they test for trauma and he has to repeat back certain phrases back to this thing over and over again repetitively and he'll try and change stuff around and you know what i mean and i'm just like what is this but then they they explain it's for the trauma um other things like a hologram that he has ryan gosling i thought was a really really like emotional um love story in there that was better than the, the first one by far you know i really felt for him and this and this girl i don't even know if she had a name or not i don't remember but she's very very gorgeous very beautiful girl and their relationship was really sweet and uh i talked about really scott a lot in the first review let me let me talk about denis villeneuve for a second because his movies are are just just like blade runner where they make you think and they're also visually um gorgeous and so i think he was the perfect guy to fill in the shoes for really scott if you haven't seen uh, his other movies like Prisoners or Sicario, which is my favorite of his, um, also Enemy and Arrival last year, that was another um, good one. He just does stuff that's so out there. He challenges the audience. And this one took the template of the original and just expanded on it. Um, I would say like the similarities kind of uh, stop at uh, the music, uh, the fashion and kind of the the locations you know what i mean the settings and the overall look of it uh, and he, you know he makes his own details as far as the technology and everything but seeing both back to back you just see the parallels like he kept a close eye on everything so this one just digs even deeper with you know conversations of labor and love and still pushing the consciousness and where do we come from all of that stuff packed in this really beautiful and you know visually stunning movie i give it a four out of four five out of five you know just as just as good as the first one i personally like it better i can tell already but call in let me know what you guys think i'm down to talk blade runner for days